0: Welcome to The Elusive Truth with Rich and Larry. Today is about listening. Listening to our political leaders. You will not believe what comes out of their mouths. So sit back and relax as we listen in on the rabbit hole. Gary. Hello, Rich. How are you doing? I'm doing good. And yourself? Not bad. Not bad. uh, Considering the crazy clown world that we live in today. So, I would like to play you today some clips from Joe Biden in action. You just won't believe what comes out of his mouth. Oh, yeah? This is Joe Biden taking a question from a reporter concerning his first 100 days in office. Here's what he has to say.
1: A lot of people in our community are
2: getting a little anxious because they are not seeing enough of the progress they thought they would have seen at this point. Let's not disappoint them, and let's not get to a place where voters in Georgia began the second guess. Okay, let me respond. <laughs> I, I, I've got to go. Let me respond. There's a lot to respond to here. Let's get something straight. You shouldn't be disappointed. What I've done so far is more than anybody else has done this far. Okay, number one. Number two, I mean what I say when I say it. I mean what I say when I say it. I'm the only person who's ever run on three platforms that I was told could not possibly win the election and I never ceased from it. One was on restoring the soul of this country because of what I saw happen in Charlottesville. That was it. No one else was talking about it. The words of presidents matter. Nobody else, no progressive, was talking about it.
0: I did. (laughs) Oh man, it's misinformation on purpose. I know, but does everyone else know? The media does not play this. Anyway, Joe has way more to say.
2: And so there's some things that I'm gonna be able to do by executive order. I'm not gonna to hesitate to do it. But what I'm not gonna do is I'm not gonna do what used to, Benita, you probably used to get angry with me during the debates, when you'd have some of the people you were supporting said, on day one, I'm gonna have an executive order to do this. Not within the constitutional authority. I am not going to violate the Constitution. Executive authority that my progressive friends talk about is way beyond the bounds. And as a, a, one of you said, maybe you were ever, ever now, well, whether it's far left or far right, there is a Constitution. It's our only hope, our only hope. And the way to deal with it is where I have executive authority, I will use it to undo every single damn thing this guy has done by executive authority. But I'm not going to exercise executive authority where it's questioned, where I can come along and say, I can do away with assault weapons. There's no executive authority to do away with that.
0: It certainly sounds like Joe means business. Unbelievable. Oh, that's all liberal. The liberal crazies. Yes, how true that is. Let us continue with Joe talking in Pennsylvania reminiscing about Amtrak.
2: A lot of the folks in Amtrak became my family. Not a joke. I'd ride every day. I, I commuted every single day for 36 years as president, Vice President of the United States after my wife and daughter were killed. I went home to see my family. Never stopped going doing that.
0: What? 36 years as Vice President and his wife and daughter were killed? I had no clue. I... I just didn't know. <laughs> Think of that. Mm, okay. Well, let's continue with Joe and his speech reminiscing with Amtrak.
2: <laughs> Angelo Negri was from, you remember, Ange? Ange came up to me one day when I was, when they just had announced that I had flown uh, 1 million, some X number of miles on Air Force aircraft. And Ange comes up and I'm getting in the car and he goes, Joey, baby, what are you? Do? And I thought the secret service was going to shoot him. I said, no, 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 no. He's good. he's good. True story. You know how many miles you did Amtrak? And I said, no, Ange, I don't have any idea, pal. He said, let me tell you, we were at the retirement dinner and he said, we added it up. You averaged 100. I think it says 21 days a year. 121 days a year, 36 years, plus as vice president. Boom, boom. You have traveled over 2 million miles, Joe. I don't hear any more about the Air Force.
0: (sighs) Can you believe that is the leader of the free world, and he's the most popular all-time president of all times? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Well. Right. Thank goodness there's a lot more to go through. So sit back, and here we go. So poor old Joe went down to Georgia to try to help out the governor there with his reelection campaign. And uh, the people there, actually I should say the far left had some uh, choice words for Joe. They wanted some action. Listen to this.
2: And most of all, I want to thank you, the people of Georgia. We'll give you a microphone. Uh, folks, G- Georgia was was uh, days ago today when today when inaugurated was inaugurated on The steps of The United States Capitol to be your president. And I was looking forward to coming back and seeing these guys. I agree with you. I'm working on it, man. Give me another five days. (laughs) Folks, you all know what they're talking about. There should be no private prisons, period. None, period. That's what they're talking about. Private detention centers. They should not exist. And we are working to close all of them. So, folks, look. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Let him go. No, no. I promise you, the only thing that's going to keep me from doing that is you keep moving. I promise you. We voted for you, (laughs) too. Thank you. Folks. Look, it's been 100 days since I first sat at my desk in the Oval Office and went to work for you and the American people. I want to thank you. I want to thank the American people because I think we've gotten a lot done. I promised, even before I was sworn in, that I would get, in my first 100 days, 100 million COVID vaccine shots in people's arms. We've lost over 550,000 Americans. Well, we delivered over 220 million COVID shots in the first 100 days. We've vastly expanded access. We got 100 million doses of vaccine, enough for every single American.
0: Insane. Right. That's all liberal, the liberal crazies. It's like uh, we're hypnotized by this illusion on the left. Can you believe this is how our president speaks? And then the people shouting back at him? Absolutely, unbelievably crazy. Welcome to clown world, folks. Well, let's get off the Joe Biden train and let's uh, see what else we can come up with. Our next clip is of Kamala Harris speaking on people of the rural areas in our country and why they cannot comply with voter ID laws. Oh, yeah. Of the board. You're going to have to um, Xerox or, or, or photocopy your ID to send it in to prove you are who you are. Well, there are a whole lot of people, especially people who live in rural communities, who don't... There's no Kinkos. There's no Office Max near them. There were funds allocated. There were funds allocated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. For our next clip, I was going to play Jen Saki basically... Sticking up for Joe Biden in the White House and the policies, but I really can't stand to listen to that lady's voice. So I'd rather play you something from the previous press secretary, Kelly, who was awesome. Check out what she has to say about what's going on in the world, especially about Biden. No, absolutely not. He's not changing anything. You know, if everything you do proves to be fatally flawed, like repealing Donald Trump's immigration policies, reversing his economic policies, uh, one would think that you'd reverse course, but he's not reversing course. He seems entirely stubborn. I know everyone says he's not with it. I agree that he's not fully with it. However, I do believe he has a stubborn streak where he doesn't listen to those around him, like on Afghanistan. So that is what we're seeing. We're seeing an administration that is in rapid free. Fault 38% approval in Quinnipiac, a left wing poll. Uh, That's when you know you're doing everything wrong when even the leftist polling company cannot cover for you. Um, It's simply startling to watch, but mostly it's so sad for our country. I know that's the way the former president feels too. It's just really sad to see it all unravel. To back up Kelly's comment that the president is not with it, uh, here's a quick clip from Joe explaining uh, what's going on with the ports
2: 40% of all products coming into the United States of America on the West Coast, go through uh, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? Uh, Los Angeles and uh, and uh, um, uh, um, what am I doing here? Uh, um, what am I doing here? Um, what am I doing here? Is it Long Beach? Or- Long Beach. Thank you. Slow
0: Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I heard a new one now. Unbelievable. I can't even make this stuff up. Moving forward, let's move on to what uh, Senator Cruz has to say. He's got some funny stuff he's trying to pass in legislation to help combat the illegal aliens that are flooding Texas and where we need to place these people under Joe's policy. Listen to this.
2: Their entire political strategy is based on secrecy. What, what is happening at our southern border is an absolute tragedy.
0: I've introduced legislation today
2: in the Senate... It's called the Stop the Surge Act. Well, what my bill does is it designates new ports of entry so rich Democrats can be sitting there and suddenly see 10, 20, 30, 50,000 illegal immigrants like we're seeing in Texas on a daily basis. And I can just envision them in Nantucket sipping a martini going, oh, goodness, they want to come to our clubs. They would be horrified.
0: (laughs) What a troll Senator Ted Cruz is. That's awesome. These people must be freaking out over that one. I was not going to play Jen Psaki's little clip, but this just shows how crazy the White House is and their explanations on what's going on in the world. So here, check it out.
1: Uh, As you may have seen, there's been uh, reporting that he uh, did drive through the border when he was on the campaign trail in 2008. And he is certainly familiar with the fact, and it stuck with him, with the fact that uh, in El Paso, uh, the border goes right through the center of town. But what the most important thing uh, everyone should know and understand is that the president has worked on these issues throughout his entire career and is well-versed in every aspect of our immigration system, including the border. That includes when he was vice president and he went to Mexico and Central America 10 times to address border issues and talk about what we can do to reduce the number of migrants who are coming to the border. He worked in a bipartisan manner with senators like Ted Kennedy, Harry Reid, John McCain and others to push for comprehensive immigration reform. Uh, He does not need a visit to the border to know what a mess was left by the last administration. That's his view. Does that count as a visit? He
0: said, I've been there before. You're saying he drove by for a few minutes. Does that count?
1: What do you, what is the root cause? Where are people coming from who are coming to the border, Peter?
2: The president said that I'm he asking has you, been I'm
1: asking you a question because I think people should understand the context. No, where, do people, question, where, where do people, where do people co- I'm asking you if that Okay, counts. I'll answer it for you. People come from Central America and Mexico to go to the border. The president has been to those countries 10 times to talk about border issues. There is a focus right now on a photo op. The president does not believe a photo op is the same as solutions. That may be a difference he he, has with Republicans. That's not what he said either. He said, I guess I should go down. So does he think that he needs a photo op? Is that what he's saying? He he doesn't. And that's a fundamental disagreement he has. I would say the former president went to the border at least once, maybe more. You may know the numbers. How did that immigration policy result, Peter? That immigration policy resulted in separating kids from their parents, building a border wall that's feckless and that costs billions of dollars for taxpayers. The president fundamentally disagrees has, on how we need to approach the immigration issue. anything shift. changed
0: at the border between 2008 when he drove by and 2021?
1: aside from the fact that migrants are still coming to the border through the course of Democratic and Republican presidents and the uh, the, immig- the need to reform the immigration system is even farther long overdue? No, but we need to work with Democrats and Republicans to get that done.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, illusion. Oh, yes. All in an illusion. Okay, enough of the crazy stuff. Let's get to... Do you remember when Joe, during the campaign, he came out and he had some Latin song that he tried to play to uh, show that he really liked the Latin type people? Well, there's a YouTube video out of a guy named Mr. Dracula who took that same thing but then added his little spin to it. So here, take a listen. But if you get a chance, check it out on YouTube. It's pretty funny.
2: I just have one thing to say. Hang on here. (laughs) I'll tell you what, if I had the tell of any one of these people, I'd be, I'd be elected president by acclamation.
0: <laughs> yeah, but the new Let's Go Brandon song. And just like that, people all over the world are saying, let's go, Brandon. Here, check it out. This is Germany. Pretty funny. Brandon, you
2: awesome. Let's go, Brandon. Let's
1: go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Welcome, Say it. Say it. Let's
2: go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon.
0: Slow Joe. <laughs> well, there you have it. People all over the world, all over the country are waking up and really seeing what's going on. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I know Gary did. He always likes these type of things. And we'll talk to you guys real soon. And you have a good weekend. Take care, Gary. Okay, thank you. All right, man. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.